Okay, so tonight is Daf Tezayin. We begin at the bottom of Tezvava Medbez, Tashma. Sigmari here is trying to bring another raya of whether a, um, a uh, we said that if, if the pirates is made, which means that if the wall part of this enclosure is equal to the unwalled part, so that was the machlekes. We know that if pirates is made, if the, is, is yoiser, right, if there's more uh, um, of a gap than wall, then it's no good. What about if it's perfectly even? So you had a machlekes between Rav Papa and Rav Huna. Rav Papa said that it still works if it's 50-50. 50% of an enclosure is walls and 50% is a gaps. It's good. And Rav Huna said it's no good. So Tashma. So you have a bracelet that says you have the caravan encamped in an area in an open field. Right? And we talked about the case yesterday. They surrounded it. They made a temporary enclosure with camels and with saddles, with cushions, with bundles, reeds and stalks. So then they used basically all these artificial things to make a, a, a enclosure. As long as there's not, between one camel and the next, the width of a camel. Okay, so you can't have the width of a camel between a or between one saddle and the next saddle, the width of a saddle being ovid lovid kimlayovid, or between one cushion and another cushion, the width of a cushion. What do you mean? It seems like that um, you're not it's not allowed to be uh, uh, even, right? Because you can't have a saddle, the width of a saddle, and then another saddle, and then a width of a saddle, and then another saddle, right? Meaning the gaps and the walls are, are, are of this enclosure seem to be even. And it says, the Bryce seems to say it's no good. So that seems to support Rav Huna, who says that even, even gaps, when the, when the gaps are even with the wall part of this enclosure, it's no, it's no good. So says, Hachinami, just like we answered till now, the few um, cases that we brought down yesterday, it means that there's enough space for the item to go in and out easily. Now, the best example I could give of this, I was thinking of a good example of this, is when you're driving down a one-way street and somebody double-parked. So, depending on how wide the street is, if it's the Chafetz Chaim block street, so you can go very easily, because even if someone double parks, it's a very wide area. But if you're going down a very narrow street, like 29th Street, so it's very narrow, so you can't zoom by 30 miles an hour, you'll sideswipe a guy. So you have to go really tight. So that's really what the Gemara is answering over here. There has to be enough space between the camels that a camel could go by at 30 miles an hour, which means it can't be exactly the exact width. It has to be a little bit wider to allow a camel to go through. So therefore, it has to be a little, you have to have room on either side. It has to be like a 35th Street type of opening. So that means that it's really, you have no raya, because that's not a case where it's even, because it's not even. You need between camel A and camel B the space for a camel to zoom by. Well, a camel can't zoom by if it exactly fits through that area. It needs a little bit of width on either side. So that means that the opening is wider than the, than the, than the wall part. Okay? So that's the Gemara answers. Tashma nimseis ato emer. So then we have another price that says nimseis ato emer shalish midos bemechitzas. It comes out that there are three categories of mechitzas. First of all, category number one is kalshu pachas mishleisha. When it's less than three tefachim wide, tzarech shelo yehei beinzel azeshleisha. It has to be you can't have a gap between one and the next of three tefachim. Kadeshlo yizdaker hagdi bebas roish, so that the kid cannot go head first. And that's this picture over here. Okay, this picture over here. Which uh, Luzi, had, Luzi gave it on the um, on, on the WhatsApp. If you need to refer to it, it's picture one sixteen. So you can have the goat zooming zooming by without some difficulty. So here 
the, 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 the walls really are less than the openings, right? If you look at this picture, um, the, there's a lot more space in between these, um, these um, poles. But Lovud says that we treat it as if it's one, one long wall. So because of Lovud, you don't have a problem. Even though technically the openings exceed, the, 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 the gaps exceed the, the walls. So, when the gaps are less than three, as long as there's not a gap of three between one pole and the next one, so that a goat cannot go through it without it bumping into it, then it's not going to be a problem. That's number one. Then the second category is the wall is three wide. Or uh, and the and the um, uh, uh, or between three and four tefachim wide. Okay, so kol shloisha. It's either exactly three or between three and four. Then sarach shloye means zelazekim You can't have the space between it as wide as the section itself. Which means that if you have a wall of three, you can't have a gap of three. Which right away that seems to be a problem because if you have a wall of three and a gap of three, then that's even. And that's the, the, the Bryce seems to say it's no good. So that's really going to be the kasha. But we'll get back to that. Let's first continue going with the Bryce. So if you have a wall of three or between three and four, it's you can't have an even amount of a gap. Otherwise, the open area is going to exceed the wall portion. And if the gap is, 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 is wider than the wall, then you can't plant when it comes to Kalayim. You're not allowed to plant not only opposite the opening, but you can't even plant opposite the wall because the wall is not chashav enough to, to break, to be considered a barrier between what's on one side of it for, for Kelayim and what's on the other side of it for Kelayim. Uh, when it's four tefachim wide, so you have now a wall that's four tefachim wide, up to ten amas wide. You can't have a gap that's as big as it. Why? Because if it's the same size gap, it's not going to be a good mechitza. You're going to discount even the wall part. However, so that it's not even. But let's say it was evenly. So the gap was exactly the same four tefachim as the wall. Then you can't carry in it for Shabbos, but connected Oymid Mutter for for um, purposes of Kelayim, it's a good wall. Meaning you can't plant opposite connected uh, parts. Also, you can't plant opposite the opening. So if you have on this side, let's say my head is the opening. Okay, so on this side you want to plant one type of grain, and on this side you want to plant another type of grain. You can't because there's an opening. But if there was a mechitza here, so then a fort's fucking wide. That's a chash of enough wall that you could then plant <laughs> up until the wall on this side and up until the wall on that side without a problem. Now, if the wall was larger than the gap, so then even you could plant opposite the gaps. Why? Because the gaps are considered like, a, oh, like an entrance. And therefore, it's not a problem. You can even plant opposite the, the entranceways. However, if the gap is more than 10 amas, then you can't plant anywhere in the enclosure. Because again, if you have a gap wider than 10 amas, then it loses its din as, a, as an opening, and it becomes a completely breached mavoy, into which you're not allowed to carry, and also you're not allowed to plant. Now, you had poles that were tapered, which means that they were, we talked about these once before, they were very narrow at the bottom and they got thick at the top. So, let me see quickly if I can find you a quick picture. The picture, I don't think Lizzie posted it, but we had this case before. Um, hold on.
I see it, great. If not, not. No, I don't see it. Okay, but basically, they're like square at the top, and then they narrow down to a point at the bottom. So in such a case, and then you had... Yeah, I can't find it. Picture 88. Oh, thank you very much, Yaakov. Because I was, I was looking in totally the wrong place. Thank you, Yaakov. Yeah, that's exactly right. Picture 88. And then just like in picture 88... Yeah. But... Um, you see, that's the problem with that, Avi, is it's too far away. I need a close-up. So Yaakov was showing the close-up. That's what they look like. They're, they're wide at the top and narrow at the bottom, and then you see the grapevine going across. So that's, you made a vine going across. So that be, creates, this creates a Tzuras HaPesach, right? And it's a flimsy Tzuras HaPesach, but hey, it's the same Tzuras HaPesach like our Erev is. I feel the ice and the ice mutter. Then even if it's more than 10 minutes wide, it's mutter. Now, Ketani Mias Reisha. Now, in any case, we said in the Reisha, Mishloisha V'yadarba, three, now the Gemara now goes to, to, to the point of the Kasha. Mishloisha V'yadarba, from three to four Tzvachim, Uvovach Lohi Bein Zelazekim Loya, as long as the gap is not the same as the wall. To Yuf Tadir of Papa. Papa said that if the gap is the same as the wall, it's good. What does it mean as wide as itself? It means, right, my case of the double parked car. It means that it's, it's wider than the wall, which means it's enough for you to pass by easily without fitting exactly in. So if you have a three tefach wall, the, the gap that's next to it is three and change. Enough that something that's three tefach and wide could go through very quickly. Now, hachinami mistavra. Then this is even more logical to say because Midiktani, because it says in the beginning of the Brisa, parts that if the open area, right, the unwalled area exceeds the walled area, then even opposite the wall, it's Aser. Now that implies if they're even mutter, then it's going to be mutter. So Shema Mino, it seems like instead of being a raya against Rav Papa, it seems like actually it's a raya to Rav Papa. So now the Gemara goes the other way. Okay, so if it's a raya to Rav Papa, let's say that it's a raya against Rav Huna Rav Yeshua. Amalcha Rav Huna Rav Yeshua would tell you, but according to you, Aim a sefer. The sefer doesn't make sense because the sefer says, That if the wall exceeds the gap, what's that mashma? You can only plant there if the wall exceeds the gap. Then you can plant even opposite the gap. But if it's even, even also it's going to be also It's mashma now like me, like Rav Huna. So it means the the the, the ratio is like Rav Papa, and the Seifa is like Rav Huna. So Seifa is a kashrater of Papa, and Reisha is a kashrater of Huna Bredi of Yeshua. So the Gemara is going to say, so what do you have to say? Seifa of Papa like kashrater. The Seifa is not a problem for Rav Papa. I did the ton of Reisha, parts Murubal Oymed. Since in the Reisha we use the Lashon of of the uh, opening is wider than the wall, so ton of Seifa Oymed Murubal parts. we use the Lashon the other way, but it's not, it's Lav Dafka, it's not exact in the Seifa. Uh, because even, even, even if it said that it was even amount, equal amount, it would still be good. And the ratio is not a problem to the other way. I did the body unless the safer. Since in the safer, we needed to say, right? So basically, for stylistic reasons, each one will say that either the ratio or the safer is lavdafka, and the Tana just wanted to be consistent with the Lasha. Okay, so now. The Gemara says, now, that first category was where we said if it's less than three tvachim wide, then it needs to be within three, the, you, the gaps need to be less than three tvachim. Let me just show you that case again. The gaps need to be less than three tvachim, this case. So this was the first case, right? Where they're very thin, the gaps need to be less than three tvachim in order that the goat can't get through. The second case we said was this case over here, was where the walls are 
between three, starting from three all the way up to four. If they're between three up to four, then the gap cannot be equivalent. So now the Gemara says, Bishlam Papa, that makes sense according to Rav Papa Mishram Hachilai Why didn't remember the Tana that Braisa broke it up into separate categories? Less than three Tvachim. He broke up into separate categories this case and this case. He picture 116 and picture 117 into separate cases. According to Rav Papa, it's very good. The reason why this one is no good is because, or is going to be no good, is because the animal can break through. The reason why this is going to be no good is because Oymates Merubalapare. It's not a problem of a goat. It, the problem is Oymates Merubalapare. So they're not good, they're puzzle for different reasons. However, that's good according to Bishlamu. That's why we didn't teach them together, because there, there, there are different reasons for disqualifying them. According to him, you should say them together. Why? Because in both of these cases, if you have a break less than three tvachim, one second, I'll just make sure I taught that right. No, I, I said it a little bit wrong. Okay, let me let me say that again. I said it a little bit wrong. Not if they're even. According to Rav Papa, if this case is exactly even, it's okay. It's going to work. If if these are three and the gap is three, it's good. It's a good mechitza. It's only when this is three and this is three and a half that it's not going to be a good mechitza. So according to Rav Papa, it's very good that the Tana broke up this case and this case because there's a case in between these two where it's going to be good. This is no good because the, the, the little kid is going to break it up. This is no good. Uh, this is no good because the openings exceed the wall. But in the middle here, there's a case where the openings and the wall are the same. According to Rav Papa, that works. That's why the Tana broke them up into two categories. Because there's a category over here that's going to be good. Where the hole is three and the wall is three. That's Rav Papa. He should teach this case and this case exactly the same. Why? Because they're both no good. Because according to Rav Huna, whether the gap is the same as the wall or the gap exceeds the wall, it's both no good. Just like this case is no good. So why doesn't he teach it as one big category that in either of these cases it's no good? You're not good until the wall exceeds the gap. But when you have the gap equaling the wall or exceeding the wall, like you, or you have over here where the goat can get through, it's all no good. Why doesn't he lump it into one category? That he should say, whenever it's less than three, whenever it's less than three or exactly three, that way he could say the rule that the gap between the walls has to be less than three. So the Gemara says, Mishum Dami. The Gemara says, I'll tell you why he didn't want to put them together. Mishum Dami Psula Psula That which I started and I mixed myself up. The reason why he didn't want to put them together, the reason why according to Rav Huna he didn't put them together, is that the reason why this one is possible and the reason why this one is possible is different reasons. This one is possible because the goat psula deresha. The psula in this case is is basachas. The goat's going to come through. Psula to say for the psula over here is poshalo parts made that you're not allowed to have the gaps equaling the walls, and that's why the Tana broke them up into separate cases. Even though the klal is the same in both this case, the benefit just to circle back the benefit of, uh, in our kasha, the benefit of saying this case and this case together is just to say in either one of these cases the gap cannot be three tefachim or more, or else or else it's no good. 
So, the, but the, the, according to Ravuna, Ravuna will tell you, yeah, even though you could have just said a cloud that the gap cannot be three tefachim or more, but the reason for the psul is a different reason. According to the first case, it's because of the animal. According to the second case, it's because the wall is going to be equal to the gap. Okay, next. The next in the part of the Bryce, we said that if the gap is less than three tefachim, I'm sorry, if the, I'm sorry, if the wall is either less than three tefachim and three tefachim, mani, who shita is that Rabbani? He's the shita of the Rabbani, the Amri, Right? And in this case, the case of the goat, if the gap is less than three, you're going to say lavud. As opposed to Rav Shem Gamliel, it says four. But lavud doesn't apply when it's three tfachim or wider. It has to be less than three tfachim. Aim a seifa, but then look at the seifa. What's the second category? When the gap is three, or from three to four, up till four. Now that includes sections of the wall, up to but not including four tfachim. And it says that what? That when you have a wall that's more than three tfachim but less than four, it's not chashuv. Now according to the Rabbanon, a wall, a, a gap, or I should say something of three tfach, more than three tfachim is chashuv. In the case of a breach, it breaks up a wall, it, and, in, and, and in the case of a breach, it breaks up a wall, and in the case of a wall, you, 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 it should be, it should be chashev. So therefore, in the b'raisa, if we have a wall that's more than three tvachim, you should be able to plant on both sides of the wall already. Why do you have to wait until the wall gets to four tvachim when it's already three tvachim that should be chashev already according to Rabbanon and allow you to plant on both sides? And yet that b'raisa, which we said goes like the Rabbanon one way, seems to argue like the Rabbanon the other way. Let's see that inside. Same as Sefer, look at the Sefer. The Sefer says, When it's three or between three and four, then uh, you, you, it's going to be invalid. You're not going to be able to plant. If, if the gap is the same as the wall, you're not going to be able, I should say, exceeds the wall. You're not going to be able to plant. That's from Shimon Gamliel Shita. That a, a wall less than four is not Chashev. That you say Lavud when it's less than four. Once it's four, then already it's Chashev. Then already it breaks up. So, according to Rabbanon, three and four is the same thing. Once it's already three Tvachem, it's Chashev. You should be able to plant on both sides of the wall for purposes of Kilayim. So it seems like the ratio is the Rabbanon and the Seifa is Rav Shem Gamliel. So since the ratio is the Rabbanon, because the ratio says that already when it's less than three Tvachim, you say up to three Tvachim, you say Lavud. Seifa Nami Rabbanon. The Seifa also has to be Rabbanon. I, if it's the Rabbanon, so how do you explain the case where it's more than three? Why is the wall not good from three to four? Because that when it comes to planting kelayim on two sides, then three is not enough. In other words, the Rabbana normally hold lavud is three. And three, once it's three or more, it breaks up lavud. You don't say lavud anymore. That's a hush of a breach. However, when it comes to planting on two sides of a wolf of kelayim, that you, to, to be mater kelayim, that you need already four. Because it's kelayim, you need something for tzvachim. Why? It's not going to be hush of enough for kelayim purposes if you don't have four tzvachim. Okay, and that's how you explain the seifa. Rava Amar Rava says the other way. Since the seifa, which says that up till four is discounted, you don't, it's not a hush of a wall. So that's obviously the sheet of Rav Gamliel. So Rava says, so let's, let's learn that the Rishonami is Rav Shem Gamliel. I, the Chiyam Rav Shem Gamliel, Amin and Lavud. When did Rav Shem Gamliel say Lavud? That's Hani Mili Lamaila. That's when you're talking about uh, up in a sukkah. Right here in the sukkah case. Or when you're talking about a kaira, a beam that's a height off the ground. Where there, it's, it's, it, 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 you can't have a goat. A goat can't get that high and break it up. But, 
in this case where it's on the floor, even Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel will agree that three that three tvachim already you don't say lavud. Why? When it's on the ground, because at the end of the day, if a kid, if an animal, a little animal could go through, then it's a breached wall. You can't say lavud. You can't have imaginary lavud if at the end of the day, an animal could breach through the wall. That breaks up the mechitza. So therefore, Shem Gamil will agree that when you're on the ground and you're dealing with space on the ground, a, a three tvachim is not enough and you're going to need for, uh, uh, um, three tvachim is, all, is, is, um, is not enough and you're going to need um, uh, you're not going to be able to say love it up to four because if a space of three and a half tfachim is there, an animal could go through and that's clearly a breached wall. Okay. Toshma. We're trying to bring now back to bring a raya to your papa Rav Huna. So Toshma. If you have that uh, uh, enclosure, we talked about this. It's where the wall is mostly made up of openings and windows, right? And we're not talking about glass windows and glass doors, but hollow. It's hollow. It's completely open. So openings, it's entrances and windows. It's mutter to carry there. As long as the wall exceeds the gaps. Now, you think it means that it's mostly walls and, and openings, but it If it's mostly walls and openings, then how could it? How could the Bryce end off by saying that that as long as the walls exceed the openings? You just said it's mostly walls and openings. So how could the wall? I, I'm sorry, it's mostly windows and openings. So if it's mostly windows and doors, like it's like saying I have a I have a I have a, a, a house that's mostly windows and doors, but as long as my walls and my house exceed the windows and the doors, it doesn't work. Either it's mostly windows and doors, or it's mostly walls. Make up your mind. So It means that you're allowed to carry within the walls in which you made many entrances and windows. In other words, it doesn't mean that they exceed, but rather what it means is that it has a lot of uh, uh, openings. It has many. It doesn't mean that most, most of it is openings, but rather it has many openings as long as most of it is wall. Okay, now, Hakiparitz Asr. So Smashma, as long as most of it is wall, it's you're allowed to carry. Hakiparitz, but if it's equally opening the gaps, these windows, these windows are exactly even with the with the wall part. Asr, it's going to be Asr Tiyofta Derev Papa Tiyofta. So the, the, it's a shlag up to your papa. And the Gemara says, Helchasa Kavasi Rapapa. Nevertheless, the Allah is like him. In fact, the Gemara, Tiyofta, Helchasa, what do you mean? You shlag them up, but the Allah is like him. The Gemara says, Yeah, in. Since, since, the, since the Mishnah holds like him, so even though a Bryce is against him, but he has a Tan and a Mishnah who holds like him, therefore the Allah is like him. Which Mishnah holds like him? The Tanah we learned in the Mishnah. Lo you protest his hair salabinian, that the gaps cannot exceed. The uh, that's our Mishnah that the lo yiprot is yisera salbinyan that the gaps cannot exceed the opening hakibinyan but if it's the same then mutter then it's going to be mutter so since our Mishnah seems to hold like Rav Papa it's not a we therefore we pass like him okay next Mishnah why didn't he bring that as a proof why didn't he bring that as a proof I don't know that's a great question I don't know okay so the next case now we're dealing with I'm just going to show you one picture and you'll get the kind of idea okay so you're talking about ropes okay so it's like the uh, wrestling. A wrestling ring. It's basically what you did. You have three ropes, and you enclosed an area with ropes. So, you're allowed to surround in an area, an enclosure with three ropes, horizontally, one on top of the other. As long as you don't have more than three tvachim between each rope, obviously, so then you can say love. The size of each rope has to be a little bit, uh, the three of them combined has to be at least a tafach. Uh, I should say a little bit more than a tefach. In, in, in total, you have a height of ten tefachim. Okay, so meaning you have 
little, you have under three gaps. You have, I'm, I'm sorry, under three tvachim. So you have, let's say, 2.9, two, two, 2.9, 2. 2.9. And then the, the three ropes make up uh, uh, the other one point, uh, whatever, 1.3 that you're missing. Okay? So together you have 10 tvachim height. And you, you, because of lava, you treat the whole thing as it's closed. Okay, makifin bekanim. You're allowed to make vertical poles. Uh, around a, a enclosure. So here, instead of going horizontally around, you made a vertical. You made it uh, vertical, just with poles standing up. Uh, as long as there's no uh, gap of three tefachim, again, you can say lavod. Bishayara dibru. Now, the the Tanakhama says that we're only talking about caravans. But an individual, one or two individuals, are not allowed to use this hatter. That's Shita. The Chum say no. They only mention caravans because that was the normal case. However, even an individual is allowed to use these inferior types of walls for to make an enclosure and carry on Shabbos lechatchila. Then we have a uh, so now Rabbi Yaisi argues with his father. He says that no enclosure is good unless it has both vertical and horizontal. Okay, it has to have both. So when the Tanakhama talks about a horizontal only or vertical only, Rabbi Yaisi says those cases will not be good. No, one of the two is enough. Okay, now, they already said that that if it's Vertical that I made Murubala parts Bishasi that vertically if the as long as the wall exceeds the gaps, right? Our classic enclosure. You have the walls exceeding the gaps, it's a good enclosure. You say you can say um, uh, it's a good enclosure and you're allowed to carry there, okay? So What about horizontally? Do we say the same thing that horizontally the ropes have to the roped part has to exceed the opening part? <laughs> Okay, so here in our case of the Mishnah, these gaps were less than three tefachim, so they were considered closed. So it was like, even though the ropes were running horizontally, but it was like one large mechitza. But let's say the ropes were more than three tefachim apart, so that it comes out that it was uh, the the parutz, the opening between the ropes, is more than the wall part of the ropes, and it's but it's horizontal uh, openings. Do we say um, do we say lavud? Um, so 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 the the, the difference between this. And the, the case of a, a vertical is that when you have vertical openings in a mavo, you can call them an entrance. But when you have these horizontal, unless you're in wrestling, you don't, you don't, that's not an opening. Okay? These are not openings. These are not doors for people to go through. So you can't use the same svara. So that's why he has a shayla. So I'm going to buy a tashma, bring you a raya. It says the size of the ropes has to be enough that they combine to make more than a tefach. Why? So that the total height is ten tefachim. Now the Esau, if it's enough that just the opening has to be less than, uh, I'm sorry, if, I should say, if the, uh, oh, oh, if it's true that you need most of the area to be closed, lamali yasra la tefach. So, why do I need the thickness of the ropes to combine to more than a tefach? Why? Let him make, let the spaces should be less than three tefachim, and the rope should be minimum thickness. You're leaving over a space of less than three tefachim, and you put another rope there. And then you put a space of less than four tefachim, and you put a rope of a slight amount over there. So in other words, why do you need that these ropes, the thickness of the rope should make up, should make up uh, together, should combine 
to make up uh, more than a tefach, just have a case of a mashahu. Just have a case of a mashahu. Give me a second. Okay, so the Gemara Shaila, just to clarify it, because I guess I, I wasn't uh, explaining it properly. So the Gemara Shaila over here is by a wall that's a vertical wall, right? When you're in a mavoi. It's, all you need is that the wall part exceeds the opening. So his kasha is, it's the same thing true for vertical. All you need is that the openings, uh, is that, is, I'm sorry, is that the closed part, the wall part, exceeds the openings. So Abaye now says, you can't say that, because if all you need is that the walls of these ropes that create, that create walls exceed the opening, then you don't need the ropes themselves to, be, to have any thickness. Why? Because you put a rope of minimum, uh, minimum, minimum thickness, okay? The minimum thickness of, of, of almost nothing. You put that, you have a space of less than three tfachim to the next rope. Lovewood says that you treat that as closed. You have another gap of less than of three tfachim to the next rope, which is of minimal thickness, which again, now you have six tfachim of, of what do you have? Six tfachim of, Lovewood says you have six tfachim of a wall. And then you have a breach of four tfachim, right? And then you have the bottom, the bottom rope. Now you got your ten tfachim height. What? That's one nineteen. 119. Is that that picture? Like three, that's, four? Yes, yes, yes. That's 119. That's exactly what that is. 119. Yeah. Okay? So if you have a case uh, a, a case like that, I think he also brings it down in the art scroll. Yeah, he brings it down in the art scroll. I think it's note number 21. Okay? Next to note 21. It's going to be something similar to that. So if you have a rope of minimum thickness, it should be good. The it should be good. So obviously... And yet, the Mishnah doesn't say that. Because in that case, you'd have more wall than you have opening. And yet, the Mishnah doesn't suggest that. The Mishnah says, no, you have to make sure that the rope has some thickness to, uh, to it as well. So you see that it's not enough that the uh, walls exceed the openings. So, Frek the Gemara of Tisbara, you think that, that's, that, that that would case would be a good case anyway, Abaye, but you have another issue with that case. Because you said that in your example, the ropes don't really have a thickness to them. So there's an opening of less than three, less than three, and less than four. Well, we're going to put the opening that's less than four. And again, if you look in the art scroll, you have that picture next to note 22. So that opening of less than four, the Gemara is going to come up. You see the, the, the three pictures there. The Gemara is going to try to determine where is this less than four tzvachim gap. So you're going to put it on the bottom, you have a problem. The problem is the goats could go through, right? Any opening more than three tvachim, a goat could go through. If a goat could go through, because it's all the way on the bottom, then it breaks up your mechitza, you have no good mechitza anyway. So the Mishnah would never have suggested that anyway. Let's say you're going to put it on top, which is the picture next to note number 23. The problem if you're putting it on top is that then, the problem over here is that because it's more than three tfachim, you can't say lavud from the top rope to the middle rope. There's no lavud. Now, if there's no lavud, then that means you have an opening of less than four tfachim below and an opening of a lot more than, than, than four tfachim above because all the way up to the sky. You have openings that exceed the walled area. When you have openings on either side that exceed a walled area, it's mavatal the walled area. That was something that we learned previously. So that's what the Gemara is saying. It can't be good if the, if the breach of more than three tfachim 
what, what, what the picture says, less than four tefachim means our more than three tefach gap is going to be above, or the one above, then you're, it's, you're going to validate the mechitza that way. So let's say that that gap of the, the, the less than four tefach gap is the one in the middle. But then the only way that that's going to work is that you have a four tefach. Look what's happening. You have four tefach in the middle. The only way that that opening is still good is you're going to have to take the rope that's above it and the rope that's below it. Those ropes are, are connected to the one on the top and the one below because of lovud, right? You have three tefachim that separate it from the, from the one above. So where it says less than three tefachim in the picture, make believe that that's a wall. So you have a wall above and a wall below. Together they combine to exceed the opening of less than four tefachim, but by themselves they don't exceed it. So the only way to get by our problem of being, you have a four tefach uh, opening on this side and a four tefach opening of the sky on that side, the only way to not have that problem is to combine the top area and the bottom area. But and had the Mishnah said such a case, you would have learned out that as long as you have three tefachim above and three tefachim below, a gap of four tefachim, they can combine together, even though individually the, each one is less than the four tefach. Right? So normally, if you have three tefachim next to openings of four tefachim, it's mevato. But now we're going to say, if the Mishnah would have taught this case, we would have said, oh, but if you have three tefachim on this side, which it has openings on both sides. But on the other side of the opening, you also have three tefachim. That makes three plus three is six. You can use the three from either side to overpower the four that's in the middle and this big four over here, and now it's a good wall. It's not mevato. So, but you would have said that, have you made that you're going to say, nevertheless, it's a good wall when it's really not a good wall. So, Abai, you have no raya from our Mishnah. That's why our Mishnah would not have taught that case because uh, Mishnah couldn't have taught that case because you may have come up with an incorrect thinking. Okay? So, therefore, Abai has no raya. So, then again, what? So, if that if that can't be Rav Hamnuna's question, so Gemara wants to know, so what was Rav Hamnuna asking? So, El Rav Hamnuna, this is what Rav Hamnuna was asking. So, for example, you have a mat. Now, this is picture 122. Picture 122. So, you have here a mat, your mat, and you cut a hole into the mat. So, what is the measurement of the mat? So, the mat is... Uh, so it's slightly more than seven tvachim high. So this is more slightly more than seven tvachim high. And you cut away a strip, You left a strip four tvachim high on one side and a little bit on the other side. And then you put a less than three tvachim from the ground. So it's less than three tvachim from the ground. You're gonna have a lovud on the on the bottom, so it's gonna be a valid mechitza. On the top you have seven. So you definitely have more wall than you have opening. That and you have it closed on the sides a little bit. Mashu. So that's the case that Rav Hamnuna was asking. So in that case, Rav Hamnuna was asking whether it's going to be invalid uh, because it's a four tefach gap, or is it enough that the, closed, the, 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 the wall exceeds the opening, right? Because you have uh, the seven on top, the, the three on the bottom, and uh, the, together that's going to make ten, which is going to exceed the open part, which is four. That was Rav Hamnuna's case. Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi says, no, mechitza tuluya bailu. He was asking about a, 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 a mechitza that's tuluya, right? This case, at the bottom. We have a mechitza that's hanging a little bit off the ground. So, So, over there, he wanted to know that as in that case, does the wall part exceed the, if the wall part exceeds the mechitza, is that enough? Okay? Even though the, the gap is below, does it, does it, does it um, nullify the gap? 
That was the same kasha that Rav Tavli asked Rav. Mechitza Tluya, if you have a Mechitza that's a little bit high off the ground, can you carry in a Churva? So here he's talking about where you had a building that was a dilapidated building where the walls were still up, but the whole bottom part, the whole foundation of this wall fell away. And that was his case. I have walls, but I have openings at the bottom. It's a, it's a ruin. It's a, it's, a, it's a dilapidated building. Can I carry it? I'm late. To which Rav answered, No, the only time that a mechitza, a hanging mechitza works is by water. Look at, in the art scroll, next to picture 30, that's that classic case of the hanging mechitza, um, 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 right, where you want to be able to draw water on Shabbos. And so you build the mechitza, which is four tfa, which is ten tefachim long and four tefachim wide. And in that way, we say we extend the mechitza all the way down to the water, so that you could draw water on Shabbos. So Rav said, They were only mat there for mayim. Chum wanted you to be able to draw water on Shabbos, so therefore they were makel and allowed a mechitza, a suspended mechitza, in that case to be extended downward. But in other cases, like the case that you're asking about, they never allowed it. Okay, makifim mekanim. Then we said you're allowed to use vertical poles to surround a, a, um, a enclosure. So, Rabbi Yehuda seems to say that for a caravan it's okay, but for a yachid you're not allowed to. But we have a bris where Rabbi Yehuda says that even a yachid could rely on such a thing. Because When it comes to Shabbos, Chachzal didn't let you build a mechitza that was more than 2,000 amas. Oh, but if it's less than 2,000 amas, it's okay. So you see the Rebbe Yehuda allows you to use a mechitza if it's less than 2,000 amas. Uh, sorry, not 2,000 amas, two beis saw, whatever. But basically, as long as it's not too large, two beis saw. So as long as it's small, it, it, such a mechitza is good. Whereas in our mission, it seems like Rebbe Yehuda said you can't make any, even less than two beis saw, such a mechitza won't work. So the Gemara says, It's like Rebbe said somewhere else, and others say Rebbe Barbaya said, That no... The, the, it's only talking about where you need enough space for your needs. In other words, when does the Tana say that you're not allowed to use a, a, um, a, this inferior type of mechitza? That's when you need more than two beisah. When you need, when you, the room that you need is more than two beisah. So in such a case, you're not allowed to. Hachanami litein lekotzarchan. So here too, when Rabbi Huda said that you're not allowed to use it for an individual, he means an individual, let's say an individual comes with his entire house, okay? He goes on vacation and he brings everything with him. So he needs more than two beisah to spread out. So even though he needs that area, he's not allowed to use more than two beisah. That's Rabbi Huda men. But Rabbi Huda does agree that less than two beisah a person could use it. So, now we're did so the Gemara just said that that was like the response that Nachman gave and some sort of Bibi Barabaye gave. So, the Gemara wants to know where did they give that response? Where did we learn that? So, we learned it in the following Mishnah. The Mishnah that says that any Mechitza which is not um, both have vertical and horizontal proportion. It's not a good mechitza. Right? That was Rabbi Yosi Rabbi Yehuda's son. Now, me, I'm Rabbi Yosi Rabbi Yehuda. Now, the Gemara has a similar kasha. Did Rabbi Yosi Rabbi Yehuda really say that any mechitza must have a vertical and horizontal portion? But Vatanya, Echad Yachid, Echad Shayara, Lachavalim. The ropes, which is only horizontal, both a Yachid and a Shayara could use it. What is the difference then between an individual and a, and a caravan? Yachid, nice, no, Beis Asayim. A Yachid only gets up to two Beis 
Two individuals also only get up to two base But if you have three people, that becomes a caravan. They get up to six base No, an individual can take as much space as he wants with such a mechitza. A caravan can take as much space as they want. As long as within their enclosure they don't leave more than two base empty. So the Chamim now say you can take as much space as you want, but you can't have two empty bases in your enclosure. But the Gemara's Kasha now is, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi, I'm sorry, Rabbi, Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda in our Mishnah says needs vertical and horizontal. And over there in that Brisa, he said clearly that ropes, which is just horizontal, is enough. So the Gemara says, That's where he said, That when did he say over the year that um, you need uh, vertical and horizontal? That's if uh, they they need uh, more space. So if you need more space, you have to have vertical and horizontal. Okay. So um, um, so if you need more space, then you can't use the inferior wall. But stam to use a totally horizontal wall for an area of less than two base saw, it's not going to be a problem. Individual gets two base saw. Two people also get two base saw. Three people already are called a shayara caravan, and you give them six base saw. So he holds like Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda. You you left the rabbanon. You're ignoring the rabbanon. Who are the majority, and you're going like Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda? How could you do that? How could you pass him like the Yachid against the Rabbim? Sigmar says, Nachman retracted. So he appointed an Amari, he appointed someone to speak and darshan and, and, and explain that I made a mistake when I previously said that Allah follows Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, but rather Baram Kachamru, here's really the truth. A yachid and one or two people can get up to two beisah. Three people already is nasu shayir of Three people already, you could carry as much as you want. Um, but that means that the ratio is like because again the Rabbanon hold take as much as you need so now we're saying that for one or two people you pass like that you're limited to a base saw whereas in the Seifa a Shayara can take as much as they want so how could you have a ratio like and the Seifa like the Rabbanon Gemara says in because Rabbi Yosef is not a Yachid against the Rabbim when it comes to one or two people he holds one or two people gets two beisah. His father, Rabbi Yehuda, also holds one or two people gets two beisah. So now, already you have a rabbim against the rabbim. You could hold like Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, and the Reisha. The Sefer, where Rabbi Yehuda holds, you'll get two beisah. Rabbi Yosef holds, he gets six beisah. The Chamim, so then each one is a Yachid. So you can't hold like one of them against the rabbim. Therefore, you have to pass like the Rabbanon, that they could take as much space as they need. All right, sorry, that was very difficult. But uh, thank you guys for staying with me on that.